Welcome to the BD Radio ISO series. Don't shake your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, team, welcome back for another episode of BD Radio. Today we're talking all things breakfast. Yum. Um, yes, yum, but also, I guess, a pretty controversial topic in the fitness industry. When I say controversial, not like, you know, massive, but lots of people will argue to the hilt whether it's important or not. And we're just going to break down, I guess, what we know to be true with our clients and what helps them, as well as give you a little bit of the backgrounds on, I guess, what the science says as well. Welcome, Dan. Thank you. How are you feeling? Great. Good. Ready to go. Week two of ISO. How are you handling it? Well, I had a nap yesterday, guys, and that does not happen very often in my life. <laughs> no, it, it's fair to say we've both been lacking a little bit of our usual energy, but I think that's pretty consistent across the board. One thing that has made it a lot easier this time is being able to see people, like yeah. the, the PTs and stuff. So that's maintained that, um, I guess, personal touch, which we really missed last time. So that's been nice. Agree. All right, so let's get into breakfast. So, first things first, breakfast, like what people think breakfast is versus what it actually is are two very different things. So, it's probably been, like people's thoughts on it have been pretty much a victim to marketing. So, when you hear breakfast, you think cereal. Oh. Or you think, you know, like early morning start your day most important meal of the day up and go Mm. you know like smoothies anything quick you think quick and convenient with breakfast yep whereas when you think the dinner you think like oh you know like cooking time sit down meal yes sit down meal preparing so it's pretty important i think early days to just understand what breakfast actually is it's breaking the fast it's a meal. Yeah, so it's a meal the same as any other meal. In fact, like lots of nutrition coaches and meal plans will not call them meals like breakfast, lunch, the dinner. They'll call it meal one, yeah, meal, meal two, two yeah. meal three. And I think that sort of breaks the stigma of what you think you're supposed to have. Yeah, absolutely. So that being said, um, breaking the fast, like let's just say this straight away. There's no time cap on it. So like just because it's breakfast and it's your first meal of the day doesn't necessarily mean you have to have it within half an hour of waking up. Whereas I think some people, like if they don't eat within the first hour of being awake, it's like, oh, I've skipped, I've skipped breakfast. Yeah. Um, especially if you don't train in the morning. So um, if I go to the gym in the morning, I won't eat beforehand. Some people do. Like same with everything. Most of this is personal preference. Um, there are a couple of rules that we like to kind of live by with breakfast, but the large majority is like, as long as you tick those boxes, you can have what you want. Yep. Now I've just done three and a half minutes of solid talking, Danielle. So Danny's good at that. (laughs) Chime in. Um, why do you think our clients or not? Why do you think, why do we recommend breakfast to our clients? Um, it's, I think it's quite a good habit to get into. So people quite often think by like skipping a meal, they're automatically, they've got some extra kind of calories up their sleeve, Yeah. if that makes sense. So yep. a lot of people find it easy because you're not as hungry in the morning because yep. you haven't broken that fast. 
um, to purely skip that meal and then they or save it for just kind have of, a coffee and yeah. move on. And then they save those calories and often make some not ideal decisions later in the day. Yeah, so here's where we stand on skipping breakfast. For ladies, we don't recommend it. It's just like ladies are a lot more volatile hormonally and like physically than men and it's best to do everything as consistently as you can yes. just as a general rule yep. men can get away with it but where you can't get away with it is basically allowing yourself to get hungry so whenever we have a client who's trying to lose weight or improve their food quality like we'll we recommend a good breakfast to start the day. Like it also puts you in a nice positive frame of mind, like feeling like you've already had a win. Yeah. So not eating breakfast, you know, at 8am is not a problem unless it is. So what we mean by that is, is that it's not a problem if you don't eat at 8am, but it is a problem if you don't eat at 8am, get hungry at 10 and then smash a muffin at 11. So that's where the issue normally lies. Or... You have a normal lunch, you get to 3 p.m., you're absolutely starving because you haven't had enough food throughout the day and you smash a Kit Kat. Yep. Whereas if you're consistent with your intake, like it just generally doesn't happen as much. Yeah, you're less likely to make it, those. If at all. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you feel like you're sticking to a plan. We know that routine is your friend and it just helps long term. Yeah. So let's talk breakfast, like why people often say to us, like, what are, what are people's excuses for not having breakfast? Oh, I'm just not hungry in the mornings. Yep, that's one. Another one, time. I love that. Yeah, running out of time. Because no one can use it at the moment. Everyone oh, the has time, time. The time excuse has yeah. been taken away. It has been taken away. I think the time excuse, like, you can tell yourself you don't have time for anything, but you can make time. And I think it's just a lack of, I guess understanding like when people think oh i need to cook breakfast that doesn't mean you need to cook down like a cafe style mushrooms tomatoes this and that what it does mean though is that just the same for every other meal maybe you need to have stuff in the fridge ready to go overnight oats some hard-boiled maybe, eggs maybe you can't uber eats breakfast yeah you know so like it doesn't have to be as convenient as every other meal but it like it may need to be prepped like every yeah. other meal, but you just don't often hear of people meal prepping their breakfast. Yeah. We just, we live in a world, you're right, of convenience. Yeah. People want to be able to pick something up at the servo when they, when they get their petrol mm. or, yep. you know, they want to be able to just put some toast on or grab a cereal box. Grab a scroll from Baker's Delight yeah, exactly. on the way through. However, all those um, choices are not ideal. Yes. I so mean, what are some good choices for breakfast? A good choice for breakfast, uh, the easy one that comes straight to mind is eggs. Yeah. Eggs is, firstly, it's easy to prepare. It yep. doesn't take long and it's just a super healthy food, great option, high protein, all that good stuff that we love. Hard boiled, fried, was, scrambled, doesn't I was about to say, matter. the variety yep. of the ways you can do your eggs in the morning and they all take a few minutes. Yeah. And breakfast can be quite seasonal as well. So yep. it's colder at the moment. You might like some oats, yep. porridge. You can you know, have it dry, add hot water the next day. Like it really all it needs to, like all you need to do is just give it 10 minutes of thought the day before. Yeah. Like it, you just need to be made aware. So rather than having a piece of toast just because your kids are, like you need to be like, all right, I'm 
going to be on the ball. I'm going to have 20 hard-boiled eggs at the start of the week in the fridge. They keep well. I'm just going to grab out three and then stink out the whole house when I cut them open. <laughs> so, Well, at the moment, when people are home um, anyway... Oh, we're loving the cooked brekkies in yeah, the morning. Yeah, the cooked brekkies are really good. So we have eggs quite a lot in our house. Um, eggs and, and quite bacon, often, addo. Yes, we'll have it... All different ways as well. Mia has hers scrambled. Otherwise, yep. she won't eat the yolk. William doesn't eat eggs. William doesn't eat eggs. Doesn't I quite bacon. like hard-boiled eggs myself, mm. whereas Ben prefers a scramble or some fried eggs. Yeah, I go through phases. I probably ate hard-boiled eggs in the morning for like six months. Now I can't look at one. Like, yeah, But yeah. I'm a little bit like that though, so I probably need to be a little bit more balanced with my choices. But... Yeah, I will go hard in the paint and then never want to look at it ever again. So at the moment, I'm on scrambled and fried eggs, and mm. I'll probably back on. I'll probably be back on porridge in like three weeks. Yeah. So what do you do with your porridge to make it a little bit higher in protein? Um, apart from the obvious of adding more protein powder, so I think that porridge can be one of those ones where. On face value, it's a healthy option. And the food quality is good. Like there's nothing wrong with oats, fruit, a little bit of yogurt, this and that. But there are certainly some tweaks that you can make to like just help it go from, you know, A grade to A plus. Yeah. And also remember guys, it comes back to what you enjoy. Like It also comes back to what your goals are as well. So Ben really, but with food, 100%, you need to always enjoy your food. Yes. Because otherwise you will not stick. You will not stick at it. We've all got different taste buds. We all like different things. Yeah. So Ben's porridge, I cannot, I, I can't stomach it. Yeah. I could not eat it. I like it. It's very high in protein. Yeah. <laughs> and I could do with a little more protein. Yeah. But I'm not going to eat something I hate every day. Yeah. So it's the trade-offs. Yeah. So it's like, all right, I know that I'm not going to enjoy that. So maybe I'll make up for it with another meal on the rest of the day. So it's about yeah. picking and choosing your spots. But Exactly. We have a higher base of knowledge than our clients as well, so we're probably more um, equipped to handle that. But it's harder. Like this, may be where you guys need a little bit more guidance as well as to the the levers you can pull to help just tweak your day to make it a little bit more optimal. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Back to your porridge. Yes. I completely so cut you off. what I have with my porridge, so. In trying to make it higher protein, I also don't want to like blow the calories through the roof. So what I'll do is I personally take out some of the higher fat ingredients. So um, I won't have as much nut butter or coconut chips or chia seeds, like just a few things like that. I'll substitute that with protein powder. So what that does as well is it doesn't really take away from the flavor or the taste it just takes away from the energy Liar. density of the meal. <laughs> but Liar. like the chia seeds don't taste good. No, but the protein powder has the taste. Is what has the taste. Yeah, it's but quite I don't a mind. Strong taste. I don't mind the flavor of protein yeah, powder. It's very but artificial. I don't like it. If you if you don't like protein powder in your oats, and you're like, how can I make these a little bit higher protein? Nut butter's decent, but you shouldn't rely on it. Like it's also very high in fat. Like peanut butter is not a great protein substitute but it can be okay depends what you're having it with but a good options like greek yogurt as well you can throw that in there and that also has you know 10 to 15 grams a serve which is awesome but like oats is actually not terrible 
um, not terribly low in protein either. And you can get types of oats that are higher. Like you really just need to do your research a little bit more, that's all. But across the board, like we talk about protein a lot, but breakfast, I think especially, is definitely the meal where lots of our clients could improve their protein intake. Yeah. So the thing with protein is it helps you feel full for longer. Yes. Um, So if we're not having any then it's really hard. We're always reaching kind of for the next meal. Yeah. It's the most satiating of the macronutrients um, for the least like amount spent in regards to, you know, calories and energy. Yeah. I just had a question. Oh, yes. And I also want to make this point. So I posted on my Instagram the other day to the hundreds of thousands of followers that I have (laughs) that I was having leftover roast for breakfast. Yes. And people are like, oh, that's weird. Oh, I'm like, so good. Why? It is a meal. Why is that weird? A so, balanced meal. Just meat and vegetables, we know, awesome. Yeah. Right? Meat, protein, vegetables, whole foods, can't go wrong, fantastic. Yeah. Why can't I have that at yep. 8 a.m.? Well, you can. And like, you did. Is that just. It's the stigma. It's the... It, it's just because it's not popular. It's, it's not cereal. Well, you also <sighs> never see it on the TV as like, you know, love our little veggie, my for breakfast, lunch and tea. <laughs> you know, like, it's not advertised. It's not popular. But I guarantee if people made the switch away from um, predominantly grains and the dairy in the morning to meat and vegetables... <sighs> They're like, you would feel sensational. Yeah. Honestly, guys, the one thing, like, I'm surprised it's still sold in the supermarket. Like, cereal is... Not only sold, it's a huge industry. It's huge. Cereal should not be consumed. And the amount of dross that they spew on their labels. False (laughs) advertising. Oh, my goodness. And... High protein. We will do another episode on this in regards to, like, supermarkets and reading the labels but if i see one more cereal that's like high fiber or high protein that's like four grams per serve like i will spew up yeah what they can get away with is absolutely incredible it's outrageous yeah yeah anyway so cereal is not an ideal breakfast option for anyone yeah if you take one (laughs) ping away from this podcast we do want to impress upon you that if you have health and fitness composition goals then Definitely, if cereal is a regular part of your diet, you can do better. Yep, and absolutely. we are here to help you do better. So yes. just reach on out. Yep. Um, I believe next on our running sheet. So let's go through some meal ideas. Um, we've obviously touched on oats. We've touched on eggs and bacon, avocado, all that stuff that people normally associate with breakfast. How? Let's try and... Like that stuff's great, but you, I mean, the cooked breakfast in particular, you need to have a little bit of time, which at the moment you do, but yep. let's just pretend that we're post COVID all back at work. Yay. Um, what are some things that people could just have in their cupboard ready to roll? Yep. Maybe from an order of like best as in most optimal to I'm in a rush, least optimal. Yep. Okay. Well, fruit is an absolute favorite of mine. Yes. Which you know. Fruit is so underrated. Like, it is the perfect snack. Yep. We've got all these people worried about waste, right? Mm-hmm. This is this really gets me in life. Yeah. She's, people, she's getting fired oh, up. Oh, <laughs> I'm ready to go. People are all like, no plastic, no plastic. Yet, everything they buy 
to snack on and eat for lunch. What's it inside? Yeah. Plastic. Mm-hmm. Fruit is like a healthy, pack, like plastic free. Yeah. <laughs> so you require no packaging. Yeah. Like how fantastic is it just to be able to grab a banana, grab a mandarin, grab an apple, stick it in your bag. So not only a good nutritious choice, but also help in mother the earth. The environment. Absolutely. Yeah. So like there should always be, like we always have fruit in our house, don't we? Yeah. And if we don't, the kids are like, where's the fruit? Yes. One of our kids screams if there's no fruit. (laughs) (laughs) So fruit is an absolute must for me. Mm -hmm. What about you? Are we talking about like least optimal? So like I'm in a rush and I've got nothing? Yeah, you got nothing. Okay. So yes, I would grab an apple or two and I would grab a blue dinosaur protein bar. And I'd just be like, this is not what I would normally have, but at least I'm getting a good serve of protein and a little bit of fruit and I'll try and write the ship at lunchtime yeah. and probably be hungry by then. So have a big lunch, but yeah. it's like, if you come, if you attack it with the idea of, all right, I've got five minutes, I need a little bit of protein and I need a little bit of fruit, vegetables and just, it's like, that's what I need and grab it. Then you're sweet. Also, everything that is in your home is in your control. So we've mentioned fruit and a blue dinosaur bar. We would never have like up and goes in our house. We would never have, um, I forget what they're called. They're like breakfast biscuits. V's? <laughs> no. Like, what, like the a biscuits, granola like bar? A, yeah, like a muesli like bar. bar type yeah. um, situation. So like if that's your best choice, that's because that's the choices that you have available to you. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, we just need to expand the choice. Yeah, yeah. so try and make your best choice in your pantry a little bit more optimal so much of that is about education as well like and you know uh, we'll touch on it like again but if you walk down the aisle at coles and it's like breakfast bar high protein high fiber like if you don't know you'll just be like oh great i'll have that that's a good option so we will do an episode on labels and what drives us nuts but yeah Maybe when we're four or five weeks into ISO and we're feeling especially (laughs) prickly, we might tackle that one. But yeah, like it's just expanding your horizons. And I did do a post on this the other day, just shameless plug in my Instagram again, the hundreds and thousands. But um, it was about how like early days when you're starting new nutrition habits, like it is inconvenient. Like it is stressful to have to think about stuff more than you previously had. Like it's another thing on your plate, but it's not always like that. Yeah, like exactly. It, it's sort of short-term pain, long-term gain, and like massive long-term gain. Yeah. Like it's a giant payoff in the end if you can get it right and you've got the right advice. Yeah, exactly. Which we think our clients do. So, yeah, and breakfast is like it's so simple for us now. Yeah. So if breakfast for you is starting to have breakfast, like that's the hardest part. Yeah, absolutely. And once you get past that, it does become a lot, lot easier. And you won't think about it. Mm -hmm. You'll be preparing your oats the night before. You'll have your bacon and egg cups ready to go in the freezer. Like Bacon and egg cups is a good one. So continuing with the meal ideas, like that's our worst, we're in a rush, overslept, out the door option. The next option would be to like eat on the go. And that would be having either hard boiled eggs in the fridge or egg and bacon cups. Now... Egg and bacon cups are basically just a rasher of bacon wrapped around the muffin tin, crack an egg in it, whack it in the oven for 10 minutes. Yep. Done. You can if, do as many yeah. of these as you want. You can add whatever you like. Pepper, spinach, salt, vegetables. Spinach. Yeah. 
um, whatever you like. All that stuff, maybe some oregano, you know, some of the herbs, spices. <laughs> but they are a like they are an excellent option if you're on the go. Yeah, you can stick them in the microwave for like twenty seconds. Yeah, perfect. Next option along the line would be like, yep, I've got fifteen minutes to eat breakfast in the morning. You probably still want something prepared, and that's when I'd probably have oats. Yeah. yeah, this is our most common choice when we're at the gym in the morning is we take it in dry, add hot water, stir it up, away you go. Yep. Um, whatever oats recipe you have, like if you want to send them through to us to have a look, by all means, you can do that. But that would be our next best. And then at the moment, obviously, we've got a little bit of time in the morning in the ISO quarantine age. So we do a bit more of a cook up. Yeah, we've been having cooked breakfast. Yeah. Eggs. Bacon, mainly. eggs. Yeah. Avo, a little bit of toast if we're feeling naughty. <laughs> um, yeah, all that stuff. But it's really just a sliding scale of, all right, I'm going to have time. I won't have time. What am I going to prepare? You know, And once you start to improve your meal quality, that's when you can start to, okay, I know I'm having quality ingredients. What's my activity going to be? Have I just trained? Have I done this? But we would only recommend you start to look at adjusting the quantities of you know like your macro nutrient intake in the morning and stuff once you've nailed your quality and once you've nailed your quality for a long time and the facts are like most of you don't need to worry about how many carbs you have in the morning or anything ever it just won't be something that matters for the results that you want yeah it's really not important yeah all right we should we get on to the questions questions All right, the first one is, when I eat breakfast, I'm hungrier for the rest of the day. I find I eat more. So we then asked, um, what are you eating for breakfast? Yep. Coffee was mentioned. However, that is a suppressant. So Appetite suppressant. Yeah, yeah. so that generally wouldn't make you hungrier, but I think it came up a bit later. Oh, when I do have, I try to eat protein. Cheese or eggs or ham? Yeah. So it's normal for people not to be hungry in the morning. And often the feedback that we get is, oh, I had breakfast and you know I was consistent at it for two weeks and now I'm hungry in the morning. And your body does sort of adapt to expect it. So when, like, when you are not hungry in the morning and you know skip the meal essentially you have the appetite suppressant in coffee it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not making it up throughout the day and i dare say you probably are as especially if your results aren't indicating that you're you know losing weight which is the predominant reason that most people skip breakfast yeah so like this is where you can sort of let your results dictate what you do a little bit and if you've plateaued then i think it'd be a good idea just to include breakfast and it'll probably help you be a little bit more regimented throughout the day in regards to kind of mindless snacking and making up that energy yep so what do we think about the choices as well so cheese eggs or ham so what we'd probably change that to um to get a little bit more protein like ben mentioned before greek yogurt would be a good option yeah greek yogurt or it's something a little bit more balanced than just cheese eggs or ham um Cheese and ham, like they're okay, but they're not what I—they're not what we'd really call like good sources of protein. Yeah, the deli meats, as a rule, are super high in salt and fat. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with salt, but it needs to be balanced in the body with 
other stuff. And if you go, like, if you have something unbalanced like that and make you really sort of thirsty and hungry again, it, it, it's just not a great idea to have too much of it, I yeah. guess. Eggs, eggs is good. Eggs is good. And Add a piece of fruit with it if you're in a rush. Yeah, 100%. And cheese, again, is more of a fat source rather than protein. Like yep. It's not something that I reach for if I'm trying to have protein. A, yeah, a source yeah. of protein. Yeah. Okay, thank you for that one. And our next question, I would like to know what you think about breakfast on the days where I work out early and eat after compared to rest days and also compared to days where I work out in the evening. So the first point I want to make so is, it's kind of like three questions. So yeah, that will start yeah. at the start. Like we yeah. know obviously who this person is. Yeah. So every, so the response we would give would be different for every person. for every single person. So you do a response for this person, and I'll do a response for the general person. Okay. So this person is has a solid training background. Yep. And it, nutrition background. Yep. And I was about to, thank you. Thank you, Ben. And and a solid nutrition background. And they are not, they are not looking at losing weight. So I would say to this person, trust yourself. Okay. So on rest days, if you're hungry, it doesn't matter. It's a rest day. It's normal to be hungrier on rest days because exercise is an appetite suppressant so you may not feel like you're that hungry on the days you've had a really hard training session and almost need to make up for it on the days where i guess the digestion isn't being slowed down so that comes to my next point so it's got more to do with this person's recovery yeah so you know sleep and food becomes really important for for this person looking to progress like because they are are so far through their journey Mm -hmm. um yeah, so for this person, it really is about trusting yourself. Most people that work out early um, don't like to eat beforehand, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Your meal afterwards should be your carb-heavy meal for the day. So timing yeah, kind of... most carb-heavy meal. Yeah, so timing matters a little bit for this person, um, given where they're at. Yeah. Um, and also compared to the days where I work out in the evening. So obviously, if you're working out in the evening... You'd probably have that carb heavy, your carb heaviest meal after that evening workout, rather than having it earlier yeah. in the day like you usually would. Yes, so we typically have the biggest meal of our day after we train. Yeah, that's and we true. think that you know that's when your body wants nutrients to repair and recover, and that's a really good time to kind of give it what it needs to be able to effectively do that, which is protein and carbs. Yeah. Now, can you give a response for, say, someone that came to us that was looking to lose a little bit of weight? Yeah. So someone who's going to train in the morning, their nutrition is average. You know, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. And we're just trying to help them be a little bit more consistent. So it's more about habits. Yeah. So, I mean, I said it just then, we would just want them to be a little bit more consistent with the good habits. So rather than worrying about quantities and this and that, meal timing, all that funky stuff. We just want you to eat the best quality foods that you can um, as often as you can. So we wouldn't stress too much about, you know, carbs in the morning, this and that. It's more just, okay, like what are you having and how can we get you to have some more whole foods? And then once you've built up a solid foundation of that, you know, and your results in the gym, you know, after the 
first four, five, six months have maybe slowed a little bit as they do, like you will plateau and that's okay. Um, then we'd look to adjust the nutrition maybe a little bit. Yep. That's it. Like it's really... People get caught up in the nitty gritty. Yeah. But the nitty gritty doesn't count unless you've got certain essential pillars in place. It's basically like trying to decorate the lounge room when you haven't even built the house yet. Yeah. So like, let's just worry about the foundations and the walls and then we can get into the interior design. Yep. Love it. That was that was our only two questions, I think. Was it? Yep. Cool. Obviously, everyone's a superstar at breakfast at BD Fitness, and that's what we love to hear. <laughs> um, yeah, most people just wanted some meal ideas. So I hope we've given you some. We will post it in the group for you guys too. Yeah, we also have a, um, a blog on five breakfast options for busy people on our website, www.ben dannyfitness.com forward slash blog and i'll um i'll post the blog in the comments group of our members and i might post it publicly as well good idea um if anyone has any questions feel free to send them on through we hope everyone's okay staying safe um reach out to us if you need anything guys we'll speak to you soon bye